Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. It's the podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Acts. Today is episode 265. We're looking at Acts chapter 14, verses 19 through 28. Paul and Barnabas have traveled to the town of Lystra, and they shared the gospel. They healed a man who was born lame. The local people thought they were the gods who had come in human form and wanted to offer sacrifices to them. Paul and Barnabas were able to quiet the crowd down. Passage day begins in the town of Lystra. Let's read our passage, Acts 14, 19 through 28. Some Jews came from Antioch and Iconium, and when they won over the crowds, they stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, thinking he was dead. After the disciples gathered around him, he got up and went into town. The next day he left with Barnabas for Derby. After they had preached the gospel in that town and made many disciples, they returned to Lystra, to Iconium, and to Antioch, strengthening the disciples by encouraging them to continue in the faith and by telling them it is necessary to go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. When they had appointed elders for them in every church and prayed with fasting, they committed them to the Lord in whom they had believed. They passed through Pisidia and came to Pamphylia. After they had spoken the word in Perga, they went down to Atalia. From there they sailed back to Antioch, where they had been commended to the grace of God for the work they had now completed. After they arrived and gathered the church together, they reported everything God had done with them and that he had opened the door of faith to the Gentiles, and they spent a considerable time with the disciples. Well, Paul and Barnabas are in the town of Lystra. You've had the crowd who wants to think that they are Zeus and Hermes and offer sacrifices to them, and they settled that down. And let's say how long of a time transpired, but then some Jews from Antioch and Iconium come. That's where we pick it up in verse 19. Some Jews came from Antioch and Iconium, and when they had won over the crowds, they stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, thinking he was dead. So why the Jews pursued them to Lystra from Antioch and Iconium is not said. I guess they offended the Jewish people so much with this idea that the gospel was available to Gentiles. That was their main sticking point was that God loves Gentiles. They, they can't handle that. God only loves Jews. And if you want to be right with God, you've got to become a Jew. They felt so strongly about this that they, they traveled all the way to Lystra. It's 90 miles from Antioch to Iconium, and then 20 miles down to Lystra. So they made quite a trip. These people are hardcore out to get Paul and Barnabas. So it says they won over the crowds. Well, the crowds are already in a lather. They thought that Barnabas and Paul were Zeus and Hermes, but when they found out, it doesn't say, oh, and then they came to faith. There's probably still a, a, a lot of tension going on about this. So crowds are easily stirred up, and so they stone Paul drag him out of the city thinking he was dead. Now, we're not told anything about Barnabas here. Why did they not stone Barnabas? Was he not there immediately? Was Paul the first one they found? Was the fact that Paul was the primary speaker in these places that made him the target? We're not told that. But they hit, beat him with stones, 
and, and drag him out of the city thinking he was dead. Now Paul's probably referring to this event in 2 Corinthians, where 2 Corinthians 11.25, he says, Once I was stoned. Well, here he was stoned, so obviously this is the once he was stoned. In, in his letter to the Galatians, in Galatians 6.17, he says, I bear on my body the marks of Jesus. And this occurs in Galatia. In Paul's second letter to Timothy, 2 Timothy, in uh, chapter 3, verse 11, Paul says to Timothy, Along with all the persecutions and sufferings that came to me in Antioch, Iconium, and Lystra, what persecutions I endured, and yet the Lord rescued me from them all. Now remember, Timothy's from Lystra. We'll see this on a later journey that Timothy becomes attached to uh, Paul here in Lystra. So they think he's dead. They leave him outside. And verse 20, after the disciples gathered around him, he got up and went into the town. So the, uh, he didn't give any details, just he got up. Now, so the disciples gathered around him because they think he's dead. They're going to go bury him. Or did they gather around him and pray? Did they gather around him and lay hands on him? But it has a fairly miraculous sound to it that they stone him bad enough they think he's dead. Then he just gets up and goes back into town, uh, not even carried back into town. So there's a, a miraculous event here. The next day he left with Barnabas for Derby. That's a 60-mile trip to the east. That's the eastern boundary of Galatia. Verse 21. After they had preached the gospel in that town and made many disciples, they returned to Lystra, to Iconium, and to Antioch, strengthening the disciples by encouraging them to continue in the faith and telling them, it is necessary to go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. So they... Uh, Go to Derby, spend some time there, make many disciples. Luke doesn't report any kind of persecution, any kind of opposition in Derby. There may or may not have been there, but they apparently have a, a fruitful ministry there in Derby, make many disciples. Then they head back. They head back the way they came. And so from Derby, they go back to Lystra. Lystra was the place where they stoned Paul, thinking they had killed him, and he goes back. Now, we don't know how long it was from the time that they stoned Paul, because we don't know how long he was in Derby, until Paul goes back to Lystra, where they had stoned him almost to death. From Lystra, he goes north to Iconium, where he had been run out of town, and from Iconium goes back to Antioch, where he had been run out of town. And the whole time, strengthening the disciples. So visiting all the groups of disciples there and urging them to continue the faith. And then telling them some hard things here. It's necessary to go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. Well, that's quite the sales pitch that uh, you see all these bad things happening to me. They're probably going to happen to you. Verse 23. When they have appointed elders for them in every church and prayed with fasting, they committed them to the Lord in whom they have believed. There's some debate about this verse, what it really means. And what we've got to do is just uh, approach this with a lot of humility. Because uh, it says that in every church they appointed elders. 
and then prayed and fasted and committed them to the Lord in whom they had believed. Now, the main point of this sentence is they committed them to the Lord in whom they had believed. That's the, the primary point, and it's the appointed elders is, is not the main point. So this is not a lesson on how to get elders. And even that, there's a lot of debate on it. What does this word really mean? Because who's appointing the elders? Well, the sentence structure here is it's Paul and Barnabas. They're the ones who appointed the elders. But what does that really mean? Because the Greek word that gets translated appointed in the King James Version, it's ordained. Uh, some versions even say appointed by vote. Um, it's it's a, a compound verb. It's a cherotuneo, and it's a, a word that basically means to stretch out the hand. They say, well, that sounds like voting. Well, it kind of could be, but it also could mean a point. So it's, how's this done? Some say, well, it, yes, they were appointed by the apostles, but with the consent of the people. That's the idea of the, using this, this particular word of the stretching out of the hand. The people voted and then they were installed by the, uh, the apostles. We can't give any details to this because we're just not given that. The, the whole point here is that uh, they made sure they were elders. Now, obviously, they would have talked to the people there, so it wasn't just that they on their own appointed elders. But then this is also a special case. These are brand new churches full of brand new disciples. So it's they're not established churches. So this is not a lesson on how to appoint elders. It is just, in this case, this is how it was done. These are brand new church plants with brand new disciples. And Paul and Barnabas made sure they were elders and then committed them to the Lord. Verse 24, they passed through Pisidia and came to Pamphylia. After they had spoken the word in Perga, they went down to Atalia. Atalia wasn't mentioned on the way in. It said they went directly to Perga, which was seven miles up the river from the coast. So here they come to Perga and then travel down the river seven miles to the coastal city of Atalia. From there they sailed back to Antioch, where they had been commended to the grace of God for the work they had now completed. This is the completion of the first missionary journey, and it probably took about a year. Some say a year and a half, some say not quite a year. Um, Luke doesn't give us any kind of timeline here, but it was about a year that they, they took this journey. And he finishes up with verse 27. After they arrived, gathered the church together, they reported everything that God had done with them, and that he had opened the door of faith to the Gentiles. And they spent a considerable time with the disciples. That's another transitional phrase, that, and they spent a lot of time there in Antioch with the disciples. How much? He's not saying. It's just, this is the close of this segment before we get to the, the next segment. And the big point here is God had done a lot of things. They had planted several churches, but Gentiles had been coming to faith in Asia Minor. And that's the, that's the bottom line with this. This is the end of the first missionary journey where we're seeing the gospel spreading geographically spreading out of the uh, area of Palestine, even Syria with Antioch, now going 
all the way over to Asia Minor, modern day Turkey. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the Book of Acts.